Welcome back to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. I am Larry Van Mersbergen, your host, and I have been collecting Doctor Who since 1981. In 1985, I had this crazy idea to start a Doctor Who store, and I called it Bundles from Britain. And I served the Doctor Who fan clubs in the Chicago area by traveling to each club meeting and selling memorabilia from Doctor Who that I had acquired from all across the world. At one of those stops... I gained a partner, and the business became legit. I left that business in 1989, but a few years ago, I found a book called Red, White, and Who, the story of Doctor Who in America, written by some wonderful friends of mine, and found my store listed in the index, and I didn't submit it. So it's nice to have had an impact on the history of Doctor Who. Please buy this book. It is from ATV Publishing, and Bundles from Britain lives on page 384. Please come say hello and meet me at the largest Doctor Who event in the Midwest, the Chicago TARDIS Convention, now in its 20th year. Appearing this year is Paul McGann, the 8th Doctor, Tosin Cole, a current companion of Jodie Whittaker's, and Ryan Sinclair from the current series. He's the, he plays that character. My good friend Katie Manning, who played Joe Grant in the John Pertwee era. Also along with her, John Levine, who played Sergeant Benton, and Richard Franklin, who played Captain Yates. Louise Jameson, who played Leela from Tom Baker's era, along with John Leeson, the voice of K-9. And I have it on good authority that Fraser Hines will be there. Also included in that list, uh, I will add, is my good friend Tony Lee, who is an author and artist. So please join us there. It's at the Westin Lombard Thanksgiving weekend. You can find out more at chicagotardis.com. They are not an official sponsor of the podcast. Another podcast I want to mention here is the Target Book Club podcast hosted by Tony Witt, also on iTunes. Recently, I was a guest on the episode where they talked about the mind of evil, and I will be on a future episode that will talk about the Day of the Daleks, and tentatively, I will be on the live taping at Chicago TARDIS talking about the three doctors. Our theme song is Who's Doctor Who, performed by Fraser Hines, who played Jamie McCrimmon in 113 Doctor Who episodes. The song is written by Barry Mason and Les Reed. The long, he's the longest-running character and is a good friend of our podcast. Consider becoming a friend of our podcast. Publishing a podcast does cost a little money to host the website and to pay for all the wonderful things we talk about here. If you could help us out with as little as a $5 subscription per month, you can hit us up at our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, all one word. I will always thank my patrons live on the podcast. Sad, really, isn't it? People spend all that time making nice things, and other people come along and break them. Collection protection. I want to talk about how to protect your Target book collection. Target books are standard paperback size, and the best protective bags for those books 
are from a company called Bags Unlimited Incorporated, and you can find them at bagsunlimited.com. They are not a sponsor of the podcast, but I've been using Bags Unlimited since 1981. That was before the World Wide Web, for those of you who remember that far back, and they used a catalog. They still do use a catalog, but you can find them faster online. The bags I'm talking about are 2.5 mil polythyrene bags with a one and a half inch flap, holds one book. They fit your tar target book perfectly, and I use them in my collection as well. Um, you can get a hundred of them for $14.27 plus shipping, and there are breaks for quantity pricing. Um, so they have a lot of other things too. They have protection for your, uh, for any of your other items as well. So be sure to, uh, browse them. And if you call them, let them know you heard about them on the Doctor Who Collectors podcast. Oh, look, rocks. And now on to the main story, the Peter Cushing movie collectibles. Back in 1966, 65 and 66, I should say, um, AARU Productions decided to do two Doctor Who movies, Doctor Who and the Daleks and Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. The role of Doctor Who was played by veteran actor Peter Cushing, who was also know, best known for his roles in Sherlock Holmes, Frankenstein, and including Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars. These films were made in color, and followed very followed the stories of the original productions of Doctor Who and the Daleks and the Dalek Invasion of Earth somewhat loosely, uh, adding for additional additional companions, a different kind of traveling. Uh, the you know the Doctor is not a Time Lord in this case, but um, there were many things that were created by these two films. And recently, um, I believe if I read my news correctly, Peter Cushing films were made canon as part of the series. So a lot of people are now starting to think about collecting things from the movies. And that's actually been done for quite some time. I have quite a few things from the movies that I'm going to talk about today. And there's many more out there. If I ever miss something or if you have something that I didn't mention, always give us a give us a shout out. I'll give the contact information at the end of the podcast. So the Doctor Who movies um, came out in color. And by the way, just so you know, that was the first introduction of the character Doctor Who in the United States. Because in 65 and 66, uh, the William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton Doctor Who episodes were not, um, you know, given to the United States to show. If they had been, we probably would have a complete run of Doctor Who right now. Because a lot of the stations didn't follow instructions in the United States, uh, including uh, my home station here, Channel 11 WTTW in Chicago, which turned over a color copy of The Mind of Evil and Terror of the Autons uh, that they had from the 70s. Uh, that's where I first saw it. So it came out almost a full 10 years before um, the series. The box office was not favorable to these movies. Uh, in fact, a third movie was planned, but because the second one didn't do very well, it was not done. And that was kind of the end of the run for the Peter Cushing uh, films. They're very interesting to watch. Um, I know they've already been made fun of by Rift Tracks, uh, which is the MST3K gang. Uh, I find those very funny. But there are things that were produced by the by the uh, by the movies that I want to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is uh, the 1966 Dell comic book. Um, Dell had a series of movie com movie classics, and they actually came out with 
a complete comic book adaptation of Doctor Who and the Daleks. It features uh, Peter Cushing uh, and the cast on the front with a Dalek. And it says everywhere, watching and waiting, the incredible robots, the Daleks. Um, the price on the cover is 12 cents. I have three of these in my collection and you can pretty much find these out there. eBay has a several listings um, for them. There's a date on the front cover of 1966. And so that was something, it's a complete graphic novel of the film. Uh, I've gone through it. It's actually pretty well drawn. Um, you can find these anywhere from about $100 on up, depending on condition. Uh, for a long time, the Overstreet Price Guide had this, book, had this comic book in mint condition listed for $12, uh, which, you know, I actually talked with a, a comic book dealer back in the day, and he said, yeah, it's 12 and I'll throw in a buck for the Mylar cover and make it 13 I said, it's probably worth about 100 and he just kind of scoffed at me, but I bought it anyway for $13, and... Uh, now the book is selling for a lot more than that. So that was one of the first things that came out. Another book that I have here is the Paint and Draw the Film, Doctor Who and the Daleks, which was done by Souvenir Press in 1965. It's uh, with dot pictures. I have it sealed because it's very brittle, but my copy has not been written in or drawn in or colored in or painted in for that matter. Uh, and you can find those out there um, as well. It's a really interesting, interesting book uh, with a lot of scenes from the movie. Uh, and of course, the movie featured a lot of red Daleks, blue Daleks, and a black Dalek, which I found very interesting. Um, by the way, uh, just a little trivia, one of the Dalek props from this movie made it into a Doctor Who serial, and that was Planet of the Daleks. The Dalek Supreme that appears at the very end has a claw for a, an arm and has a kind of a flashing light uh, for the eye, and that was one of the Daleks used in the movie. So when you take a look at that episode, you could see one of those later on. Uh, by the way, the movie, I believe uh, you can get the movie on um, DVD nowadays, but I'll talk about more of that as we go along. Uh, in 2005 and 2006, they actually came out with some radio-controlled movie Daleks. Um, there are pictures of those online. I do not have one in my collection, but uh, those were really interesting. There was also in 2006 the micro-talking movie Daleks featuring Peter, Peter Cushing on the packaging. Um, also, in 1977, I'm, I'm kind of jumping around with years, but uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks and Daleks Invasion Earth 2050 AD was released on Super 8 film. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's when you, you know, threaded the movie projector and you showed the movie. It came in, I believe, six or eight films for the whole movie, and they were distributed by Walton Films in the UK. So if you have one of those, and by the way, the cover photo on our Facebook page features two of the, two of the boxes from the, uh, the movie that those photos were provided to me. Um, the rental videos in 1982, you could, buy, you could buy or rent Doctor Who and the Daleks and Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 on VHS tape. The price was $89.95 back in 1982, or the rental cost back when video rental was a thing. Um, I also have, from 1965, the Dalek Pocketbook in Space Traveler's Guide. I spoke about this on an earlier episode, and it features a picture from Doctor Who and the Daleks on the front cover. From the movie. I noticed that right away. Uh, this book actually is the same content as the Dalek book that came out in 1964. Um, as far as the history of the Daleks, it was compiled from the same information that Terry Nation uh, did. This book is printed by uh, Souvenir Press. And um, 
you can find that. The book, the, this book can range anywhere from $100 on up. So we have those so far. Uh, some other interesting things that you can do with the movie. And by the way, if I have pictures of any of these things, I will put them on my website at DoctorWhoCollectors.com. Also the Facebook page at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast and on our Twitter page. There uh, were issued a lot of trading cards and a trading card binder. The trading card binder held all of the cards and featured Peter Cushing on the front cover of that binder. I have not seen any. I've only seen photos of one. Uh, the card binder actually is, uh, it's, it says big screen Doctor Who on the front with a picture of a Roboman and a Dalek. And it says the definitive trading card collection. The other one that's more popular, the other one is the Doctor Who 1963 to 2003 trading card. Um, if you find the big screen one, let me know. I'd love to see a better photo of one. The other thing I have here is um, I have a copy of the Doctor Who and the Daleks and Daleks Invasion Earth 2115 Lion International's campaign book. This is material that was sent to the movie theater and contains, uh, I'm just going to go through this. These are books that measure, let's see, just real quick here. They, they, they measure five, five by seven. Uh, this particular package included two film cells, including a picture of Peter Cushing and a, uh, the spaceship landing from Invasion Earth. And it, it contains uh, information about the cast, scenes from the film, uh, and merchandising, by the way. Uh, backed by an enormous promotional campaign, Daleks Invasion Earth 2115 presents exceptional opportunities for the showman. There are more than 50 special items of Dalek merchandise available to publicize this film and boost box office returns. The following list details items which would assist you in your campaign for the release of the film. Please contact Lion International Films for further information regarding the supply of these excellent promotional items. And here is the list of what they provided. Uh, Dalek masks, a plastic Astro Ray pistol, quiz games, Dalek playsuits, stencil sets, toy transformers, a twin rocket gun, foam rubber Daleks, Dalek construction sets, painting by numbers, which is probably the paint and draw uh, book that I have. Dalek stand-up inflatables. I have one of those on my on the way to me. I'll, um, I have a gold one. They came in several colors. Dalek chocolate novelties, books, writing pads, greeting cards, an annual uh, sweet cigarettes, and the Lewis Marks range of battery-operated plastic Daleks, um, bagatelle sets, shooting game, construction stuff, Dalek rollikins, and more more. The Daleks have certainly invaded Earth. And that says there. There are records and music from the film. The exciting music uh, about the thrilling ledger will be published by Lynn Music of London. The artist, the music company is making arrangements to gain in the interest of artists and recording companies that are bound to these record releases. I don't know if those records were ever released. I do have um, a two record set that was released, um, I think, maybe five or six years ago of both films, but that's a reprint. Um, they also show the, there's a painting contest. They also have pictures of some of the stills from the movie. I have one still from the movie Doctor Who and the Daleks on my wall. I got it at a comic book store for a dollar back in 1986. Um, there are press ads uh, that you can buy for your local newspaper and accessories that you can buy. You can buy a 35 um, millimeter or 16 millimeter trailer for the film, a quad poster at 30 by 40, which you can find those out there. Um, you can do blow-ups and star portraits. In fact, they have they had life-size cutouts of 
Peter Cushing in the cast, which I've never seen, but supposedly they're out there somewhere. Uh, black and white stills from the movie in either 10 by 8 um, or 11 by 14 or post and posters. This is from Lion International Films. So that's, there's a lot of stuff that is out there. It's really quite amazing um, what happened. Now, the last things I want to talk about. Um, oh, so also the other thing too, uh, props from the film. Any, uh, you know, anything like, uh, for instance, the Roboman guns were very popular. I know a few of those have survived. And the Daleks themselves, of course, most of those were lost or destroyed. Um, I know one was used in Planet of the Daleks, but I don't know what happened to that one. And the Terry Nation estate was supposed to have one as well. But uh, if you know anything more about that, please let me know. Uh, the last thing I have here is I have a set of four books. Um, and these were really unusual because they were presented to me as novels of the films, Doctor Who and the Daleks, Dalek Invasion Earth 2150 AD, and two additional books, Doctor Who and the Tenth Planet Invades the Moon Base, and Doctor Who and the Icemen from Mars. Um, these books are by Obverse Publishing with the title A Target for Tommy. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, A Target for Tommy. Um, Tommy, it's, it's for... Um, uh, for the author, uh, excuse me, the, for the author Tommy Don Bavand, who um, died from cancer. And, and so uh, he was a Doctor Who author. His Doctor novel, Shroud of Sorrow, was published in 2013. And so these were fundraising books to help for his, his medical care. They are completely out of print, but uh, they do not have a copyright date, and they're um, credited to Alan Smithy. That is a pseudonym, and I'm still looking into that. If you have any information about that, please let me know. And it says it's based on the AARU movie. So apparently, uh, according to someone, there were two additional films to be made. Uh, we, I know for a fact that a third movie was proposed, and it was supposed to be along the lines of The Chase. Uh, there's even been fan-made um, trailers out there for that. But that's, um, you know, there, there's... There's just, I'm sorry, there's just a lot of material. I mean, in general, Doctor Who produces a lot of material. Uh, one of the craziest things I saw not long ago was Dalek cufflinks. I don't know who makes them, but that was cool. Uh, somebody said, wow, I got to get those. <laughs> um, there was a Dalek uh, salt shaker. You know, of course, that's what they were, you know, pepper pots, salt shakers, whatever. So um, the Doctor Who films are part of Doctor Who history and they're very important out there and there's lots of things that can be collected with that. Uh, one of my most prized possessions is a copy of the Doctor Who and the Daleks movie poster printed on canvas and it hangs proudly here in the Who Room. Uh, my podcast is recorded from my Who Room in Aurora, Illinois. So anyway, that covers what I know about the Peter Cushing films and of course I did not get to everything. I'm sure there's much more out there. The list in the campaign book just opened my eyes to, wow, I didn't realize that they had all this stuff. And a lot of that stuff may be out there. Maybe somebody has it. Maybe a movie theater has it. Lion International's long gone. So obviously anything left over was probably destroyed. So if you find those things out there, post some pictures on our Facebook page. We'd love to see them. Okay, it's time for the most outrageous offer. Every episode, I look for who's selling a Doctor Who item for the most ridiculous price. And so the award this time goes to a bookseller on Abe's Used Books called Lexington Books Incorporated out of Idaho, 
Idaho Falls, Idaho. They're selling the Doctor Who Stories collection, which is a, uh, a slip, looks like a slipcover, um, all 14 stories from the Doctor Who files, never before printed adventure, speech day, including the master, Harold Saxton. Um, and it's, uh, it's in paperback. Uh, they're offering a new copy for, you better sit down for this one, $6,677.25 with $3.99 shipping. Um, just to put that in perspective, there are two other sellers selling it new for $122 and seven used from $3.14. I, I think, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, my vote is it will not sell at that price. And if you're going to pay that price, please think carefully before making a, uh, a, a decision like that. But um, if you see an outrageous offer, an offer you think is way too high, and I've actually gotten into arguments with sellers about their prices, and I said, well, you know what? I'm not going to buy it if it's too high. And just remember, as a collector, you control uh, what the price is usually by whether you're willing to pay it or not. If you're willing to pay $6,677.25 for this collection, then you deserve to pay that price. Thank you so much. We're going to close our podcast with a recording uh, two different recordings. Uh, the first clip is an interview uh, with Peter Cushing where he talks about being offered the role of Doctor Who. He was actually offered to be the role of Doctor Who in the television series, and he talks about why he turned it down. The second trailer is the audio from the official trailer of Doctor Who and the Daleks. Uh, you can actually view the video of that trailer on YouTube, and I will try to post it to our website as well. So until next time, keep collecting. They did, I must admit, they did at one time. A, I couldn't because I was otherwise engaged, but even if I could, I doubt if I would have done it because I always try and do something that I, I never think, now what would I like to do? I think, what do I think people would rather see me in? I'm supposing I think there's a sort of a conceited actor or I'd love to play Hamlet, but who wants to see me as Hamlet, even if I could play it, as opposed to playing Frankenstein and the balance comes way down on Frankenstein because the audience of the people and actors there to we are pleased to serve and serve to please uh, and they're the people to cater for but I didn't really care for the Doctor Who television series they were my cups of tea and I must say the Daleks did rather get on my nerves just as you see here. Do you know what you have just done? You have transferred us in time and space and I hadn't even set the controls. No, I don't know where we are. We could be anywhere in the universe and at any time. Yes, this is how it began. The adventure that started by accident, taking us out of this time and place to a lost planet. Who's there? Who's there? Come with us into that strange new world. I cannot guarantee your safety, but I can promise you unimagined things. You have invaded the world of the Daleks. Every move you make, we can see. Every sound you utter, we can an alarm bell. They know we've escaped. Yeah.
Come with us to the petrified forest. Meet the Tharns, the blonde giants who have survived the monstrous rule of the Daleks. We must get to the city. They could have scanners here, anything. I'm going back. No, you're not. We'll be killed. We'll never defeat the Daleks. Remember, we are watching you. We can destroy you. It's a trap. Go back. Run. These are the people trapped by the Daleks. Doctor Who, the brilliant science professor. The young man who triggered off this strange journey. The professor's frightened granddaughter. And the youngster who inherited her grandfather's adventurous spirit. <coughs> Doctor Who and the Daleks. Now you can see them in color on the big screen, closer than ever before. So close, you can feel their fire. So thrilling, you must be there. Barbara, look behind you! Stop the countdown! The bomb will destroy the planet! Expect you to be here to meet us. Yeah, yeah.